0: Hello, welcome to our Remarkable Women podcast. This is a branch of ministry from our women's ministry at Grace Community Church in Goshen, Indiana. I'm your host and core team member, Katherine Rumfeld. The heart behind this podcast is to connect us together while we talk about the everyday experiences that women deal with. This is a place for women to share about their own journey and what God is doing in their life. It's a place where we can learn from their experiences, glean from their wisdom, Be encouraged that we are not alone and find hope in the everyday. One of my favorite things about doing a podcast is the people that I get to know and the stories that I get to hear. There is so much to be learned from the experiences of others within the body of Christ. What they went through, how they got through, um, what God deconstructed and reconstructed in their lives and what God redeemed and how they're using it for His glory. Well, that's what our podcast is all about today. I have with me a very lovely guest, Teresa Wendowski, and she's going to be sharing a very difficult piece of her life with us. Um, Just to give you a little insight, if you don't know Teresa, um, she is such a beautiful woman with such a beautiful heart, and she's very dear to so many of us here at Grace Community Church. She is the kind of person that whenever you see her, even if you're way across the room, you can just feel this warmth and this connection uh, coming from her. Even if you can only wave from far away, it's like that kind of wave that actually feels like a hug. So. Um, I love that about you, Teresa, and it's just your sweet, sweet spirit. It's so tangible and is truly impactful. And you have a truly incredible story to tell us today. So I just want to officially welcome you to this podcast today, Teresa. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Catherine. It's my pleasure.
0: Well, thanks again so much for agreeing to come and share with us today. Uh, I know it's a difficult subject and has probably dredged up a lot of emotions as you prepared for today. So I just wanna explain a little bit to our audience where all we're going in this podcast, just to give a brief overview of the things that you're gonna be um, talking about today from your experience. Um, Teresa was married to Mark Eisfelder for 36 years when he very unexpectedly passed, which is unimaginable. So Teresa, I want you to share a lot about that because this is real life for many women. Uh, between statistics and scripture, being a widow is something that we need to acknowledge and talk about because women in this category, as you well know, need all the love and support they can get. So Teresa's gonna speak uh, into that part of her life and then we'll transition into the second part of her story where God begins to write this crazy new episode of her life uh, when she meets Greg Wendowski, who had also lost his spouse and all the details and learning curves uh, that went with that territory, all the instant children and grandchildren, just all the things that are keeping Teresa young. Uh, And then lastly, Teresa, I want you to tell us about the incredible ministry that you and Greg have together and how anyone who has experienced loss can become involved and find community and hope and healing. So let's just start from the very beginning with the first part of your story. Uh, Tell us about your late husband, Mark, and the 36 years that you shared together. Give us a really good idea of what you were like as a couple and maybe some of the unique things that God was doing in your heart uh, through some of the challenges that you faced. And then, of course, what ended up happening with him.
1: Right, right. Well, Mark and I met when I was 17, and we worked together at an after-school job. Aww. And uh, we dated five years. And when I was 22 and he was 21, uh, we were married uh, on July eleventh, 1981. Um, Through that time, uh, I was hoping we'd have children, but we did not. And I really okay. love children, okay. oh. so that that was a little hard to take. Mm. Um, he he loved our nieces and nephews; he loved them dearly and family. Mm. Um, but it just it just didn't work out. So mm. um, he was a carpenter his whole life, and uh, he he built our home that that I now live in. Wow, I'm still here. So. That's, that's 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 really a good blessing what a gift. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> um, he We were in and out of churches, uh, different churches, uh, like the one we were married in, okay. and I was baptized in. And he he said he would go with me. Uh, I knew before we were married, though. I knew better. He mm. was not a Christian. Okay. And I knew that in my heart. And I thought, well, God will change him. Mm. I will change him. Hmm. But um, that didn't seem to happen over the years. Wow. Uh, he visited this church when we we came and visited when it was being built, and we were at the middle school. Oh, this, the Grace Community? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, what I can say is, over the years and the disappointments, um, I prayed so many prayers for him. Hmm. Uh, I have a book by Stormy O. Martin. Uh, power of the Praying Wife.
0: Oh, I have that book too. Mm-hmm. It's so good.
1: And I prayed so every good. chapter, every page wow. over him. Wow. Uh, he didn't really realize it, but sure, I did. So, mm. and through the encouragement of my family and friends, you know, yeah. that was just a, that little piece was hard, um, yeah. but it really was a big piece because we were. We were united every other way we had a mm. lot in common we liked to do a lot of the same things ride bikes and mm-hmm. uh, we loved animals and um ah. had a lot of friends and so it just um that never changed wow but i knew god was out there and he was he was faithful he was he was just spurring me on to mm-hmm. keep praying and
0: mm. all of that so that must be and, so hard to, mm-hmm. like, when your spirits cannot connect mm-hmm. to each other. Like, that's, that's right. where our life really comes from. Right.
1: And it was difficult so, in church. I yeah. would come to church as a single person being mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. Um, I would yeah. I would go to the same church that, that my sister Stephanie and Mark's brother, uh, David, okay. uh, would go to. So I would be, like, the tag along. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they weren't there, I would still try to go, and so it was lonely, even though you're in a
0: mm-hmm. church
1: with 300 or 500 people. Mm-hmm. So that was wow. hard. But I know in Second Corinthians 6:14, it says, "Do not be yoked together with mm-hmm. unbelievers, mm-hmm. for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness?" Mm-hmm. So, ladies, just be sure, the man Mm -hmm. that um, you want in your life as a husband, Mm -hmm. make sure, first of all and foremost, that he loves Jesus Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: he has a relationship with
0: him. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing. That's really good.
1: So, Mark was working at Mary Lee Environmental Center, uh, in September of 2017. Um, it's a 1400 acre uh, area.
0: Wow. Um, How beautiful. It's
1: it's through Goshen College and it's a oh. beautiful area. Yes. Okay. And he was that. working and he called mm-hmm. the um, property manager and he says, I'm not feeling well. Mm. luckily, he was only a mile away and came to Mark's side. Okay. And he could see right away that Mark was having difficulty. Um, and he mm. was – he
0: – And this was out of nowhere, right?
1: Yeah. It was no out like, of nowhere. All right? of a sudden, he just was he not was working, feeling good. Right. He wasn't huh. feeling well. Um, he, he just – was kind of, like, grabbing his chest a little bit. But he said, I feel fine. But he was, like, sweating. And, mm. and of course, it was summer, but he was sweating more than usual. Right. So uh, they called the ambulance. And luckily, the ambulance was coming back from Fort Wayne. So it was closer than it normally is. Oh, wow. Miracle number How two.
0: Interesting. Mm.
1: So they came and picked him up and took him to Parkview.
0: Okay.
1: They worked on him and... Uh, put two stents in his main artery, which is the Widowmaker. Oh, my goodness. And um, he survived that. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so he called me. I had been at a doctor appointment in Mishawaka. And oh. he said, I am doing OK. I feel so much better. He goes, I didn't realize I had felt badly. Oh. So I said, okay. So then he proceeds to tell me what hospital he's at and the best way to get there and all this. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> so wow. I made my way there when I got home. Okay. And packed some clothes and stayed overnight in the, in the uh, intensive care. Wow. So, yes, I was with him. Uh, my sister, Stephanie, and my sister, Angie, and their husbands came Um wow. At the end of that day to talk to him and make sure he was okay and when they left I proceeded to preach to him Mm -hmm. (laughs) and tell him about all those miracles he had and that God was looking over him Mm -hmm. and his angels were just making a way for him to to be healed and to Mm. be to be better and how thankful I was and I said you know honey all the things that that you have done in your life good and bad mm-hmm. all you have to do is just ask Jesus for forgiveness and wow. and repent and yeah and then ask him in your heart it's not hard at all that's all you have to do and he listened uh, he did not say anything but he was a quiet man
0: okay he was yeah. very quiet and you never know what's you know mm-hmm. what God's doing internally that he's not vocalizing either correct mm-hmm. yes exactly
1: so We left it at that, and um, he was in the hospital for a couple more days. Brought him home, and um, some of my nieces and nephews stopped that Sunday then. And it was so nice to have family nearby and stop by. And we talked Mm -hmm. about it later, how how nice it was. And um, so then that following Tuesday, he went and took it out and mow the yard. And oh. I said, no, I know I don't <laughs> know how to mow, but I will learn yeah. What what is it that you want done. And he said, well, there's a little area over here I want to do, just maybe 20 minutes. Well, he'd been in the hospital, He he loves to do things. He likes to be active and busy. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, just 20 minutes. So he did that. And um, then a few days later, uh, we talked about me going back to work. Okay. And he was going to stay home for a couple weeks and, and heal. And just relax a little bit okay and um, the day i got up to go to work i was making my breakfast and i called out to him in the other bedroom and uh, i didn't hear anything and so i continued on i thought well he just needs his rest you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and i checked in on him later and uh, i found him and he was Mm -hmm. already gone for quite some time but i called for help and tried to help him but I, i could not so that's where I found him. Wow. But he had a peaceful look on his face and a slight smile. Nothing on the bed was wrinkled or or mm. it was nothing.
0: Just at it peace? Was, yeah, at Just... peace, exactly. Wow. And a peaceful look. Did you have any indication the night before that he was maybe taking a turn for the worst? No, or...
1: he was fine. We believe it to be a blood clot, and those happen extremely fast. Even if you're in the hospital, I believe you don't, you know,
0: it's very They can't do anything to reverse that. Wow.
1: But he was on all the medicine he needed to be on, but God knew it was his day.
0: Mm. And you had just been able to have that conversation with him about Mm -hmm. God, and um, you just took that opportunity Mm -hmm. to share one more time and, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like God capitalized on that you know he always multiplies what we put out there yeah. and that you found him in such a peaceful way mm-hmm. um, just makes me believe that God had a conversation with him again that night before he fell asleep in his maybe even subconscious mind right and that he's in heaven right now
1: yeah I, I'm praying so hmm yes mm-hmm. yes One thing I'd like to add also is on the day of Mark's heart attack, uh, he normally sent me pictures of animals or snakes Mm -hmm. because he knew I hated snakes. So (laughs) the day of his heart attack though, he sent me a beautiful rainbow that was across the Lake of Mary Lee. And I had to share it with my coworkers because they thought that was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And um, so then fast forward to when he passed away, uh, my family all came to my side um, Mm -hmm. at my home and in early in the morning and um they my parents on the way over Mm -hmm. seeing a beautiful partial rainbow in the sky and it was early morning which don't normally have a rainbow in the morning
0: Mm -mm. so um,
1: she shared that with me later and i thought that was really profound
0: That's amazing because rainbows are a sign of God's promise, you know, and just like if you personalize that to Mm -hmm. what you had prayed Mm -hmm. in faith all those years um, and just seeing the, you know, the promise of God, like being fulfilled um, on that day, that Mm -hmm. is really remarkable. Yes,
1: I clung to that.
0: Wow. Well, I can't even imagine um, just from start to finish all of the things that you went through. um, Those thirty-six years, just your um, your kind of that lonely faith walk, and um, and then, uh, but your faithfulness to him through your marriage, Mm -hmm. just um, clinging to hope and to covenant. What were some of the things that people said to you um, when Mark passed um, that were deeply comforting and validating to you um, that maybe could help other people going through loss as well?
1: Right, right. There were so many people um, Mm. that came to the visitation. We had a a 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. visitation. Wow. And there were so many people that came and just expressed their love. Told me about how he helped them do this or that that I wasn't aware of. Oh wow! Um, told me that he they cared for him and they wow. loved him and they loved the work he had done as a carpenter. Mm. Um, they said he's in heaven. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of things. A lot of my friends hung around mm-hmm. that day. Um, I have a good friend from Canada. Her and her husband I met online through our. I have a Maine Coon cat, and so we met oh, online. No way. Became really oh, good I love friends. This. And she and her husband came down from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Oh
0: my goodness. and
1: spent like four hours at least with my family and I at this visitation that we had from. Wow. and that that I think is the mark of a really faithful and, and nice
0: friend. so wow, yeah. so really just yeah. people's presence, mm-hmm. like even if they didn't yes. see anything, like just mm-hmm. that they came all that way and that right. they were there and that they stayed right' um, that means and a lot mentioning More than it works. like, yeah absolutely and then mentioning like things that he did that were meaningful Mm -hmm. you know um Mm -hmm. and a lot of those things you probably didn't even know or realize that he had those interactions and that they meant something
1: no i didn't realize that there were several people that came by and said i would only have you know mark come to to my house i loved the way he you know worked with me and
0: wow that meant a lot wow You probably could have never imagined in a hundred years, Teresa, what God was about to do next in your life. So tell us about that. How did you and Greg meet, and what all did that turn into?
1: Oh boy, (laughs) it was a great story. Well, I just completed of my grief share classes at another church where my girlfriend, where my girlfriends go. And um, I was just thinking about my life and thinking um, that I did not want to be alone anymore. Mm. I didn't want to live my life to be alone. Mm -hmm. And so I just began praying, Hmm. crying and praying. And Mm -hmm. I started to pray specifically and intentionally daily, all these things I I wanted in a husband. Wow. First and foremost, a kind-hearted Christian man mm-hmm. that loved Jesus with all his heart. Mm-hmm. Someone that has a family, Aww. because I didn't have one. Um, just, just a kind-hearted man. Someone that's been in Fight Club, Mm-hmm. Someone that's friendly, loves mm-hmm. people.
0: Um, wow, you just completely explained, Greg. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> wow, for sure, that's amazing. Yeah, he's
1: he's a very nice Leon. So, um, so I was praying and talking to my family. Um, I sold one of Mark's pickup trucks. I didn't need anymore. I left a plate on because I didn't need that. Didn't want to have a lot of expenses, so mm-hmm. wasn't going to drive it. So I sold it to a company that um, Mark and I had sold a previous truck to. And, but before that, a lot of people have looked at it and made offers, okay. but they weren't the right ones. Mm. Um, I didn't feel good about it. So when, we, when I decided to sell it back to this company, um, the, one of the owners came by, his name is Carl. Okay. And when he asked me like, why are, why are you and Mark selling this truck? And I said, Well, Mark passed away. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he had a devastated look on his face. Mm-hmm. He said he was sorry. And so then a few weeks later, he had left me a voicemail and he said, Oh, by the way, one of my coworkers said I'm going to I one of my coworkers is going to bring the license plate back to you, which I knew I didn't need. Hmm.
0: Like Okay. Interesting.
1: His name is Greg. Okay. Hmm. In the meantime, at my niece's um, little girl's birthday party, her mother-in-law used to work at this company. And she told me when we were talking, she's oh, by the way, I gave this person that I used to work with, he's a widower. I gave him a picture of you off of Facebook. And I said, What? <laughs> you what? <laughs> So between Carl and Julie,
0: oh my, they were little
1: angels here from God that
0: helped us. Did they know each other, Carl and Julie? Yes,
1: yes, because she worked for that company. So they were kind of tag
0: teaming this whole thing. exactly, Uh... exactly.
1: So, oh my goodness. So then on May 31st, um, I met Greg for lunch, and he was to give me the license plate. And before I got out. The car i prayed i I asked god to please make it known that Mm -hmm. this man i'm going to meet if he's a christian i i need to know Mm -hmm. if he's not i'll just be nice take the plate go home Mm -hmm. that would be it Mm -hmm. so yes we sat down at chili's and he goes i just want to tell you about who i am wow i'm like oh yes so first he tells me about his faith wow his faith story is is very good. Mm. Um, he was raised as a Catholic, but God came in his life and brought people in his life mm-hmm. that he ended up going to a similar church. Wow, as grace, which wow. that's the other thing I had prayed for that we have similar faith mm-hmm. similar churches. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was a check mark. and just all the things of his life, um, wow. and he told me about his children, his beautiful daughters, his mm-hmm. five beautiful daughters. Mm-hmm. They're all different. Their personalities are different. Um, yeah, it's just they're just beautiful girls, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am very blessed to be a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. I really am. And at the time, he said he had seventeen grandchildren. Oh, and I said, "Oh, really? Wow." <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about that a little bit Wow. and um, anyway, he said, I can tell you more if you're interested sometime. I said, okay. So I went back to work and he went back to work and then we start texting. <laughs>
0: wow. So And it's all history. Yeah. It's all history. A friend of just. mine
1: um, uh, does devotions and one of them have to, to link back to Toby Mac. He always puts music with his devotions at mm. the end. And I said, oh, I just love Toby Mac. Hmm. Well, then a couple weeks later, he says, well, I have a conflict. I can't go to the Toby Mac concert at the Morris. Would you promise me you'll take someone? I said, sure, Kelly, I will. Oh, my goodness. So I asked Greg, I said, have you ever heard of the Pulse FM concerts? Oh, yes. <sighs> so we went to that, and that was very, oh. very fun, and it was a night of worship.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That is amazing. Fast forward
1: to four months later, um, first part of October, October fifth, Greg asked me to be his wife.
0: Four months later, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Were you ready for that? I uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had prayed. He had checked had off pr- all the he boxes. Did. He did. I met everything I met his was daughters. right
1: there. They were just so nice. They still wow. are. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, you know. How us ladies are we, it can go
0: all kinds of ways but yeah but
1: god has made this all just yeah. work out
0: perfectly wow yeah. and you had always wanted children yes yes and boom there you go mm-hmm. yes,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i couldn't think of a better way mm. so then kelly who had given us the toby mack tickets um he was able to sing at our wedding oh wow uh, we had someone else lined up but he ended up being sick and so that Tuesday before the wedding, I called him or I texted him that Tuesday, and it was late at night. And I said, "Kelly, my my sing, one of my singers is sick. Could you sing this song?" Wow! And he's like, "Sure." <laughs> mm-hmm. So he got busy, and he has a friend that has a recording studio, and they worked on it. And he wow. sang at our wedding as well as wow. Elizabeth. Our, um, oh yes. Daughter, so. Yeah. She told me about yes, that.
0: Yes. That was such an honor yes. for her. Yes. Oh yes. that's such a beautiful story mm-hmm. and so amazing. Mm-hmm. All of those pieces that came mm-hmm. together um because of prayer, because yes. you put your faith in God and you you had that checklist like mm-hmm. that. I won't I will say no to this man right now. I mm-hmm. will right. walk away from this dinner and right. I will Right. You know, um, not look back if right. he is not a godly man, and right. I love that you were right. steadfast in that. Yes, yes. Okay, so I promised listeners that you would share about the ministry that you and Greg have together. So take some time and tell us who is it for. What is it for? What is a gathering like? And how can someone be a part of it?
1: Okay. So it's for anyone that has lost a loved one through death. Okay. Um, Whether it's a accident or a illness, um, if it's um, a suicide, those Mm. are especially hard. Um, But that's what it's for. And anyone can come, whether you lose a brother, mother, sister,
0: husband. Child, okay, um, and it's called Grief it's Share. Called grief Share, yes. And you have one going on currently, right mm-hmm. now. That's right. Anyone that anyone can join. can join right now.
1: Right, right. You can start your Grief Share experience at any time. Okay. Any uh, time we meet, it's every Tuesday night from six to eight p.m. What we do is we start out having a little discussion and get to know each other. Uh, then we have a video, okay. uh, we have prayer, um, we discuss the video, and we just share with each other. Uh, you're not obligated to share, but if you'd like to share, it mm-hmm. is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a workbook that's $15, and it's something we write, take notes during the video, we have an area for that. Uh, you also have uh, daily homework that you do. Um, this is all faith-based, so there's scriptures in there. Mm-hmm. There are helpful questions. There's helpful um, little care cards. There's a place you can write a grief letter. It gives you a template. Mm-hmm. This workbook is so helpful, and it helped mm-hmm. me immensely okay. in my grief.
0: Okay. Yes. And I'll just say, to you, like, you and Greg— just your personalities are so drawing and so warm. Like this is something I would want to be a part of if I had mm-hmm. lost a loved one, just because of who you are and how mm-hmm. you really interpret and embody, like the love of Jesus. Like I feel like I could share my heart with you and would wa- and would be comforted by people like you. And just because you have this also, um, like the video and the book um, Mm -hmm. written by Christians, people Mm -hmm. that love the Lord and can point Mm -hmm. us to scriptures we can anchor in. Right. So like all those extra things Mm -hmm. being in place, um, it's a perfect environment for someone to find community, find hope and love and healing. Right. Um,
1: That's what we offer.
0: Yeah. We're not
1: counselors. But we're
0: beautiful. Yeah, but you're beautiful people listeners. with comforting hearts yeah. and I love that. Mm-hmm. And so it is happening right now mm-hmm. up until the last week of March. That's right. Is March the 30th. final session, mm-hmm. March thirty. And then you are going to launch another one in the fall, correct? That's correct. That's okay. correct and it is 12 weeks right long you can jump in at any time yes and as of right now you don't have a start date right but it will be in the fall so right. people can be looking for that exactly. on the grace community page mm-hmm. all right Teresa, your story is such a powerful example of God's faithfulness to you, to Greg, and to Mark in three distinctly different ways. So I just want to focus back on you for a moment as we're wrapping up this podcast. As you walked in faithfulness for 36 years to Mark, what encouragement can you give to women who are maybe also finding themselves unequally yoked, uh, married to an unbeliever, and maybe also longing for God to save their husband, but also feeling very alone, weary, and discouraged. Can you speak some encouraging truths over them right now?
1: Uh, Yes, I will try. I would say to never, never give up on your marriage. It's a covenant you made to each other with God. Mm Pray and pray and pray. God is making a way for you. Or get Christian counseling if you feel led to do that. Um, James 1, 2, and 3 says, Consider it holy, joyful, my brethren, whenever you are enveloped or in encounter trials of every sort or fall into various temptations. Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness Mm -hmm. and patience. Mm -hmm. Um, Two other verses came to mind as well when I lost Mark. I jumped into the Psalms, they're so comforting. Mm -hmm. Um, God is our refuge and our strength, a never present help in trouble. Psalm 46, 1. And this other one is, Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. My soul clings to you, your right hand upholds me. Psalm 63, 7 to 8. I would say to encourage you, uh, read God's word, um, talking to Him and praying constantly to god uh, grow closer to him every day Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. seek his will Um, god sees you and he hears you Um, the tears that you cry he counts every one of them Mm -hmm. Um, he will meet you in the darkest of your valleys and that you would find yourself in he loves you more than we can imagine and he wants the very best for you He's life-changing and life-giving if you pray to Him. Mm-hmm. And lastly, God can make the impossible dream you may have very
0: impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so beautiful. Wow. Thank you for all of those scriptures. Um, God is the answer. You know, whether people are walking through... Um, a very difficult marriage, um, walking alone through that, or they've lost a loved one, um, wherever they find themselves on the spectrum. Um, God is the answer and his word is so comforting and so Mm -hmm. powerful. Thank you, Um, not only for sharing your story, but just speaking into our lives from your experience and um, giving us scripture to go along with that. Just being with you today, um, and just knowing what I know of you and Greg personally, um, you are the exact representation of this passage I just want to read to everyone listening. Um, It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort that we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. And I love that because it is so, so true. Even in the midst of unimaginable tragedy, God somehow brings the kind of comfort that transforms us into people that can carry that and give it freely and abundantly to those around us. And that's just the beautiful body of Christ working together with and for each other and it's just so evident and felt in your spirit, Teresa, and in your life, you and Greg both. Um, and I just really want to encourage people to get to know you, to come to Grief Share, uh, yes. because we weren't meant to walk through grief no. and loss alone. Right. Um, and there's so much help and healing available um, in Christ and through the family of God. So uh, this is not the end if that is you. Uh, this is not the end. God is there for you and we are there for you too. Absolutely. If there's something shared today that you've connected with and would like to talk to someone about it, please reach out. You can email our Women's Ministry Director, Natalie Replocal, at nreplocal at and she can set up a time to chat or connect you with Teresa. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time.